Hello and welcome to Lisa Express Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Akwenli and I am the lead therapist at the Lisa Express Consult. Today I am going to be speaking about the place of consent. Last year we had taken time to teach on consent to our WhatsApp subscribers and that teaching is on our blog. So for those of you who like to listen, I'm bringing that teaching to you today in audio so you can listen as you work or do whatever you like to do. When it comes to sexual consent, one of the things we are most aware of is the no. No, I don't want it. No, I'm not interested. And then there's been a couple of arguments. What if she says yes at the beginning and she says no later? And here I am wondering, how come no one is asking what if he says no? Why is she the only one saying no? We don't just work with women, we work with men also. And we've had cases where men complain of being sexually assaulted. He's not interested, but she wouldn't take no for an answer. Statistics shows men also get abused. So abuse is not a female problem. Abuse is a human problem. There are abuse situations in heterosexual relationships. There are abuse situations in homosexual relationships. There are abuse situations everywhere. There are abuse situations in climes where women are completely covered. There are abuse situations in climes where women dress however they want. There are abuse situations in climes where the men are deemed powerful. There are abuse situations in societies where the men are okay with whatever happens and so abuses in particular to a tribe or a country abuses everywhere there is the abuse of power but today i'm going to be focusing on sexual abuse so we've had cases of young boys getting raped by fellow boys while they were in boarding school and their parents must have felt i don't want my son to be promiscuous so i'm sending him to a single sex school interestingly the boy goes there and comes back violated against his will when we talk about abuse in nigeria when we talk about sexual abuse in nigeria and we talk about rape explicitly we speak of the penis not just in the vagina but we also speak of releasing semen into the woman and so that definition of rape does not cover for the man that definition of rape does not cover in the concept of marriage when we take these situations apart the one thing that is consistent is the lack of consent abuse according to the nigerian constitution would tell you that it was forceful or the person was coerced so that you didn't push this person down on the bed and rape them does not mean it wasn't sexual abuse were they interested no did you blackmail them did you bully them did you threaten them if you did it was sexual abuse and so it is not unnatural to have couples come for therapy and you hear things like she said if i don't have sex with her there'll be no sex in this house for the next three months what she did was threaten the man or he tells her that if she doesn't have sex with him he's going to withdraw whether financial commitment or withdraw emotional support or something you coerce this person you blackmail them you emotionally handicap them Anytime that happens to you and it's a sexual environment, what happens is you are in a sexually abusive situation. 
2019, we had one of our teenage students come up and say, oh, if this definition of abuse holds, it means the last time I visited my boyfriend, he raped me. You don't want to have sex. You're saying, hey, I don't want to have sex. Not only is this person trying to seduce you or coerce you, this person literally jumps on you without your permission. And the only excuse they have is we are in a relationship. If we are in a relationship, we should be able to communicate. If we are in a relationship, we should be able to draw boundary lines. If we are in a relationship, you should know I would always be here, especially when we are sexually active. If we are sexually active, we've had sex before, we have an agreement to constantly have sex. It means, well, I might not be in the mood today or I might not be able to, I might be incapacitated today, but we can have sex tomorrow. It means we can have sex next tomorrow. So what's with the pressure today? What's the depriving me of strength and my person, my opinion today? What has happened is we've become familiar. We've become familiar with sexual abuse that we no longer have a problem with it and that's the problem in its own place we think if it was not rape if he did not release semen into the lady well it was not a big deal it is a big deal whether it was an assault where the person where this person physically tried to touch you but it was an unsuccessful rape it was still sexual abuse this person still abused your body that it was unsuccessful doesn't stop the fact that it affects the person it doesn't stop the fact that you feel victimized it doesn't stop the fact that you feel you have a problem it doesn't stop the fact that it tampers with your self-esteem it tampers with your self-image so if you're listening to me and you've ever been sexually assaulted and you feel terrible about it you are absolutely within your right to feel that way because this person still tampered with your body whether the person said it verbally, they made passes at you, they made sounds at you, they imitated animal sounds, tease you about your body or whatever it is, and they kept making sexual innuendos around you. It's an abuse if you do not welcome it. So the question now becomes, at what point do I draw the line? At what point does consent come in? Consent comes in every time. Hey, consent comes in every time whether you're having a conversation on a digital platform and this person begins to throw in sexual innuendos you have a right to stop it if you don't what you're indirectly saying is i consent now over the years we've told people that silence is not yes we've said that if we say silence is not yes, but you are not outrightly telling the person no, what you're doing is giving them mixed signals. And not a lot of people are intelligent enough sexually to know that mixed signals are partial no's. So you have to make a decision. What happens sometimes is a lot of us want to have our cake and eat it. We don't want to say yes, so we don't look promiscuous we don't want to tell the other person to go ahead so we don't look like we are loose but what we also do is we make our words ineffective if you can't say yes the day you say no it's assumed your no is an unserious no after all your yes is also unserious you have to be able to make a decision and stand by it do you want it say yes with your chest like we say in Nigeria, talk on with your chest. 
Say yes with your chest. Mean it. When you're saying yes, let your yes be loud. Let it be audible. Don't leave the other person guessing what you're saying. So that the day you're saying no, your no has the same resounding effect. You are part of the reason why the day you say no, no one listens. Especially if you are in a long-term relationship. Whether you're dating or you're married to this person. If you can't say yes, the day you say no, they assume you're serious. You're not being... You just need a little coercion. You just need a little seduction. And sometimes that results in blackmails. Sometimes that results even in physical abuse. Sometimes it becomes straight out rape situations. So say yes with your chest. I mean it. Now that takes me to being assertive. If you say no, don't say no like it's a partial yes. I remember when I was in primary six. My elementary science teacher, then it, was, it used to be elementary science, there was no basic science in Nigeria. My elementary science teacher used to always tell us in class, don't tell a boy, no now, stop it, Joe, stop it, I don't like that thing you're doing. I seem to be saying it, it sounds nice in the ear. Stop it now, stop this thing, Jaria, beg, every time you tell the touch person anyhow, stop from. You're smiling! The person thinks you are joking. The person thinks you're partially interested. That you just need them to coerce you a bit. When you're saying no, say it assertively. Say it with authority. Say it like this is my body and I am drawing a boundary. So if the person breaks it, you can say it that I told this person no and this person abused me. You can call it an abuse and say it in a straightforward manner. You don't want a situation where the abuser is reporting the case and you sound like an accomplice. You don't want that kind of situation. You will hate it. Because first of all, people are biased to this topic. So if you, okay, let's say you were raped by your boyfriend. People's first question will be, what were you even doing in his house? Like today is the first time you're visiting here. Now if you said no, stop it, and you said it with boldness, and this person goes ahead. You can start explaining to his friends, to your friend, how you said no. Not, I said no. And then he's explaining how you are saying, no, but that's not how you said now. You are sounding like, you don't want that kind of situation. It will be messy. Because already, it looks like 50% of the time, you might not get justice. So whether he's on digital media platforms, the person is trying to sex with you, or the person is standing in front of you, and they are making sexual innuendos at you, or they are talking about your body in a way you don't like. This guy is telling you, I like your bra, I like your breast, I like your bum bum, you are not saying anything. You are welcoming. That's what you're doing. Or if this lady is making passes at you, you have a right to say no. A guy said he's not interested and you go into his house behind his back and you're naked on his bed trying to seduce him. That's sexual harassment. Like I said, this is not just a female problem. It's a male problem also. If he's not interested, he's not interested. He's not less sexually harassed. He is not less sexually harassed. Women have gotten drugged and blackmailed men have experienced the same thing while we might not have all the statistics but we know we've asked people we've seen people we've heard stories so if you're a guy listening to me and a particular lady is making advances at you stop if you don't want it then stop it be deliberate about stopping it don't be partially receptive so you don't appear rude and i'm going to end on this note 
Consent is your sexual right. You have a right to consent to sex every time. You have a right to consent to a new experience of sex. You have a right to say, oh, this is too much. And if you're trying to convince your partner, you should have a conversation devoid of any kind of blackmail, any kind of threat, and every kind of coercion. So you are on the same page. So this person doesn't resent you. There are times when people have said, but she enjoyed it. But they said no. So if you're someone listening to me and you've been abused and you experienced orgasm or you experienced sexual pleasure in the process, it doesn't stop the fact that you said no, that you were mentally not ready for it. What you simply experienced was your body reacting. If you touch the right points, you will get the right responses physically. It doesn't mean your mind is ready for it. That's why you can have great sex with orgasm and go back home and feel guilty. That's why you can have great sex with good orgasm and still go back home feeling like trash. Feel going back home feeling dirty, feeling undeserving, feeling not enough. So that you experienced a kind of sexual pleasure doesn't stop the fact that you mentally did not want it. So don't let anyone blackmail you with the orgasm line. Do you want it? Yes, then say so. Do you want it? No, then say so. And stand by it. I hope this really helps you on your sexual journey. Have a great week and see you next week Monday. Bye.